Hey, welcome to Beyond at Home, or specifically, Beyond at my home. I'll um, move that, come on in. My name's Chris, if we haven't met before, and I'm one of the communicators here at Beyond Church, and I wanna let you know whether you found us on the scroll, whether one of your friends shared this on Facebook, or you plugged us in on YouTube, we're so glad that you're here with us. You're actually joining us in part two of a conversation that we began last week. And the conversation is called Scared to Death, which is all about fear. And we said that fear is actually an emotion. That's why you feel fear at different times that I feel fear. That fear is an emotion, but it's caused by something. And what causes fear is the belief of a potential looming loss. Fear always says that in the future, you and I and the decisions that we make now are gonna impact something and we're gonna lose out on something in the future. And as we wrapped up last week, I gave you a little bit of a challenge. What I wanted you to do over the course of the week is to identify your fear or your fears. And if you didn't have time or perhaps you're tuning in for the very first time, what I'd say right now is just click pause really quickly and make a list of the fears that you have. And the reason that I wanted you to identify your fears last week the reason that I wanted you to take some time is because of what we're talking about in our time together now. See, what we're talking about in our time together now is the way in which that fear presents itself in the present moment. See, fear in the present moment often doesn't feel like fear. It feels like something else. And what it shows up as is anxiety. Now, this is a feeling that we all have experienced at one point or another in our lives. Whether you're someone who maybe feels anxious a lot, or maybe someone who doesn't feel it a whole lot at all, each and every one of us know what it means to feel anxious within our lives. And because we're gonna be talking about this in our time together, I wanted to help us put some handles on it. I didn't really wanna define it because I don't wanna narrow it down that much, but I thought what might be helpful is if I describe what anxiety is. And what I've kind of used in the way to describe anxiety is anxiety is the present emotion. In other words, it's something we feel right now of inner turmoil produced by uncertainty about the future. So it's present emotions that we feel about inner turmoil about the uncertainty of the future. In other words, when we feel anxious, we feel like something isn't quite right within ourselves. We feel that, hey, I don't know what's happening right now, but it seems like I'm kind of out of place with myself. And the reason I'm out of place is because of uncertainty about something in the future. Now that could be something financially, it could be something relationally, it could be something uh, to do with your job or with your family or friends. There's a whole number of reasons that you could feel anxious. In fact, some of you, the very fact that I'm talking about and making you think about things that potentially might make you feel anxious, you're feeling anxious right now. But here's the problem with anxiety is that it ultimately hurts us, but it helps no one. You see, when anxiety comes out, it never shows itself or directs you to make that phone call. It never helps you to have that difficult conversation. In fact, often anxiety does the opposite. It makes you slower at work. It makes it more challenging. It makes you avoid the things that you know you should be doing. It makes you feel emotionally disconnected so that you can't be present with the people you're sitting across the table from. And in the end of the day, anxiety hurts us, but doesn't help anyone else in the process. Which leads us to ask the question, is it possible to overcome anxiety? 
And, and here's what I believe. I believe it is possible to overcome anxiety. And as we spoke about last week with this whole series, you hope it's possible to overcome fear and overcome anxiety as well. So the question is, how do we overcome the anxiety that we feel? Now, before I answer that question, I think it's really important that we be very, very clear about who answering this question is for. Because perhaps there are some of you right now and you've been diagnosed with an anxiety disorder. You've gone to your doctor, you've gone to your psychologist, your counselor or your psychiatrist, and they've diagnosed you with a medical condition. They've given you medication or they've given you exercises or strategies to help you overcome that anxiety. I wanna let you know, this conversation, although it may be helpful for you, does not replace the advice that your doctors and the medical professionals have given you. This series though, will be really, really helpful for you if you're just someone, like all of us, who you fear, feel anxious normally throughout your day-to-day -day life because we all feel anxious at some point. The difference is how we respond to those feelings of anxiousness. We find out how to overcome this feeling of anxiousness from someone who would have felt anxious a lot throughout their life, someone called Peter. Now, if you have no idea who Peter is, Peter is someone who denied Jesus in his hour of most desperate need. When Jesus was, right before he was executed, Peter denied knowing Jesus, not once, not twice, but three times. The incredible thing is that Peter's story doesn't end there. In fact, after Jesus' resurrection, Peter actually goes on to lead the Jesus movement. And he's such a big figure in the Jesus movement that he actually writes letters to all the churches that have begun around the Mediterranean Rim. He was so well respected that they would pass his letters from church to church to church. And it's in one of these letters, in fact, the first one that Peter wrote that has survived antiquity, we know it as 1 Peter, that Peter begins to describe how we can begin to overcome anxiousness. And he writes this in 1 Peter 5, chapter 5, he says, all of you, clothe yourselves with humility towards one another because. In other words, what he's saying here is the hallmark or what should um, Christians should be identified with is with humility. Just like the swoosh tick is, a, is identified to Nike or the trademark of Nike, just like the three stripes are the trademark of Adidas, what Paul is saying is the trademark of followers of Jesus should be humility. And he says because because there's a reason why we should be identified that way. He says, because God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. In other words, the opposite of humility is pride. Pride is that thing with inside of us. We all have it. It's that thing that says, I've got this. That thing that even though we know we can't carry the weight says, I can handle it. And then he goes on, he says, humble yourselves therefore under God's mighty hand that he may lift you up in due time. Now, what I wanted you to do is I want you to imagine that your anxiety or the things that you're carrying are like this rock. And as you carry this rock, you have two options of what to do with it. Option one is to choose pride. Option one is to say, you know what, I know this rock is heavy. I know these anxieties that I'm holding onto are heavy and they're difficult to carry. I know everyone else can see me struggling, but I want to be able to say, I've got this. I want to say, no, 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 I can hold onto this. The second option that you have is to choose humility. To say, you know what, I know I'm carrying this, but I'm actually, I don't really know what to do with it. I know it's weighing me down. I know it's uncomfortable. And I know the truth is 
I do not have this. Now, maybe right now you're kind of looking at it and you're saying, well, well, Chris, the rock that I'm carrying, the anxiety I'm carrying, I don't even know how to act with humility. I don't even know how to ask for help or, or what to do in this situation. And Paul, Peter actually tells us, he says, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. And the reason that Peter writes this is because Peter knows that anxiety stems from carrying something you weren't meant to carry. What if the anxiousness that you're feeling or the reason that you're feeling anxious is because you're holding onto and you're carrying something that you were never meant to carry? Now, I know that when you hear this, some of you might say, but, but Chris, what about my kids? What, what about my kids? Are you saying that, that I, I shouldn't want to and I shouldn't hold on to some of those anxieties? And I'm not saying that at all, but I'm saying that there are some things when it comes to your children that you just can't control and you need to let go of that. I know some of you might be saying, but Chris, what about my elderly parents or my grandparents? Oh, what do I do there? And, and I'm not suggesting that you be irresponsible. I, I'm not suggesting that you ignore some of the, the boundaries that have been put in place. But what I am saying is that you are holding on to some things that you were never meant to carry in the first place. There are some of you that are saying, but Chris, what about the economy? What about my job? What about the future? And, and here's the truth about the economy is that you couldn't control it yesterday. You're not controlling it right now and you're not gonna be able to control it tomorrow. So with that in mind, I feel like you've got a decision to make. And the decision is simply this. And in fact, the decision that you have to make, this is this week's for Monday. You need to decide, are you gonna cast or are you gonna carry your cares? What are you gonna do with your cares? And I know when you hear that, you know, often when, we, when it comes to our cares and when it comes to the things that make us feel anxious, the way in which we talk about them is to kind of say, well, well you know, someone at work said something to me and that's why I've got this care. You know, someone at work or the government or something happened and now I'm carrying it. And the reality is it doesn't really matter how you got to carry your care. But the truth is right now you have a decision. Do you continue to hold on to it or do you choose to cast it? It's your decision what you do with it now. So you have to make the call, do you wanna cast it or do you wanna carry it? And if you're someone who wants to cast your cares, you wanna get rid of them, you wanna get rid of the rocks that you're carrying, I'd love to suggest two additional four Mondays. This, the first is simply this, I want you to turn your anxiety into prayer. And I understand that maybe some of you are like, Chris, prayer. Like, are you kidding me? Like, my, I've got a real problem. I've, I've got a, a serious issue that I have to work through. Like, and you just want me to, to simply pray about it? Well, here's what I would say to you. And it's what Peter says when Peter says, humble yourself before God and in due time, he will lift you up. He doesn't say he'll lift you up based on your schedule. He doesn't say he'll lift you up when you feel like it. He doesn't say he'll lift you up when you want to be lifted up. What Peter says is that you have an opportunity to take each and every one of your cares to God, to use the anxiety that you're feeling as a trigger to turn to God, that in the midst of this, that God will do something in you, even though you might not be aware of what it is, even though you might not be able to feel it at this point in time, that God is doing something in you and that God in due time will lift you up because God has a bigger purpose for your life than maybe you even realize. And the second option 
is this, is to turn your anxiety into gratitude. The thing about when we feel these feelings of anxiousness is that they cause us to get so wrapped up in ourselves. You know, what we're feeling, what we're thinking, how we're gonna navigate through it. But they often cause us to lose sight of some of the great things that we have in our life. And so in the midst of this, as you begin to cast your cares, I wanna challenge you to turn your anxiety into gratitude. Begin to look at all the things within your life that you can be thankful for. The relationships that you have, the, the friends and the family that you have, maybe the job that you still have or the partial hours that you're still able to work. Maybe the fact that you can still go to university, you still get to share smiles and sit around a dinner table with your family. Maybe the fact that you have a roof over your head still. And as we begin to wrap up our time together, I, I wanted to speak directly to the group of people who might be watching, who might think, well, Chris, you don't understand, but because of my story, because of the things that I've done in the past, because of the way in which I've thought about God or treated God or treated other people, I don't know if I can cast my cares on God. I don't know if I turn my anxieties or, or, or my cares to prayers if, if God would listen. I don't know if I, I thanked God for um, and showed gratitude towards God. I don't know if he'd, if he'd really wanna hear from me. Maybe there's some of you as well who think, you know what, my cares, they're just not big enough for God to be worried about. And if that's you, here's what I'd love to suggest. See, two weeks ago, we celebrated Easter, which is all about the death and the resurrection of Jesus. And it focuses in on the cross. And if this is you in this last moment, I'd love to remind you that Jesus' death on the cross demonstrates that he is willing to carry your cares. The fact that God entered into history and gave his life says that he is willing to carry your cares. He's, what is on your heart matters to him. And more than that, his resurrection, his victory over death shows that he is able to carry your cares. Whatever you have, no matter how big or no matter how small, God is actually able to help you navigate some of the cares that you might be experiencing right now. So this week, I want to challenge you, begin to cast your cares, begin to stop carrying these burdens and these anxieties that you were not meant to carry. Begin to turn them into prayer and begin to turn them into gratitude. And we'll see you back here for part three next week. But in the meantime, I'd love to pray for us really, really quickly. Jesus, we thank you that in this moment, when we feel anxiety, that we do have a choice. But the choice is whether we choose to carry or whether we choose to cast our burdens. And Lord, if we choose to cast them, give us the strength to turn them into prayer. And may you show us the things that we have to be thankful for this week. And then in doing so, in due time, that you would lift us up. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.